Welcome to Disrespectfully Agree with LJ and Oatman. I am LJ. And I am the O to the A to the T to the M to the A to the N. Did you get all the letters? I think most of them. Okay. There was a desert that never saw a tree. Now it's an orchard green as far as you can see. We were there. Talking this week about a new documentary popped up on Netflix, and I just felt compelled to click on it. It's called Bathtubs Over Broadway. It's about, well, it follows this fellow named Steve Young, not that Steve Young. He was a staff writer for The Letterman Show for years, like 30 years, something like that. And he got infatuated with recordings of industrial musicals, musicals that were put on by various companies like, you know, GE and 7-Up and uh, GM, all the Gs. And they, they do these shows for their people, for their their staff, their executives, their salespeople, and so on and so forth. And one of the things that was actually draw, drew me to it is like, I oh, yeah, my mom used to do this. My mom. Did she? She did. She worked for a company uh, that made uh, medical software and equipment and she was she's one of their marketing people and i think i'm not sure when this happened but she became the marketing director and she put on shows she did these in house though it was uh, she called it business theater and they got uh, actors and they wrote scripts and uh, songs often parody songs they talk about that a little bit but this documentary doesn't really focus on those and I talked to her about this a little bit. I sent her the trailer. She didn't have time to watch it. But I asked her, D- did you know about, were you inspired by these other these other things? She's like, didn't know about them. <laughs> she just did it. And uh, did it, I think, her whole career at that company. And uh, they were pretty well received. They were mostly for the salespeople, sometimes for the entire company. But she just thought, there's got to be a better way to relay this information. So she did this kind of thing. And so I was interested. I clicked on the movie, and and we start with Steve Young, this kind of eccentric. There's one thing I've learned about comedy writers is that oftentimes they, they come off as people you never would think would be comedy writers. They just seem like quiet, odd folks. And he is that. He's a quiet guy, odd guy, but he got infatuated with these these industrial musicals, recordings of them that most people had never seen or heard of. And it's a story about them, but it's also a story kind of about Steve. I don't want to spoil too much of it. We'll spoil some of it because most of you will not have seen this. And I said, Dobin, well, maybe we could, I don't know if there's a review episode we could do on this, but it's, I think it's worth talking about. I liked the documentary uh, more than I thought I would. I thought it'd be just kind of, oh, that's interesting. But there was more to it than that. And I texted you and I guess you'd seen it already. What'd you think? Uh, One of the best documentaries I've seen in 20 years. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Right, moving on. <laughs> and I say that because, you know, very often the, the lure of a documentary oftentimes is that it finds a way to hit upon a topic that you already care about, have some investment in or knowledge of, and then it explores that a little deeper. You know, Central Park 5 pops up. I'm interested in that. I'm a young black man. I have views about, you know, uh, 
police violence or whatever, I, I click on it. King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters. It's about Donkey Kong, competitive <laughs> Donkey Kong players. There you go. That's a, in my wheelhouse. I'm a history buff. The Civil War comes on, I, I click it on. What's so fascinating about this is very rarely do you have a documentary that truly takes you into another world. Mm -hmm. Like this invisible little world that's operating alongside our regular world that we have no clue with. And they do an expert job of pulling us into this world and it does a really tricky thing, which I think is brilliant, where they make it this odd, quirky guy named Steve who's putting together this collection of these industrial musicals that nobody knows us about. And as he pulls us in and we actually start meeting the survivors of this form of theater, it becomes this really heartwarming journey of a guy not only exploring the world, but more importantly, exploring and connecting to the characters and what's not characters but the performers and what's interesting is they don't tell us this explicitly i mean it's hinted at and i think it's mentioned once or twice but you get the sense that steve isn't the guy that connects with people mm -hmm. uh he he's kind of one of these oddball guys that isn't a people person necessarily and then you literally get to see this guy connecting with these 70 year old ex-stars who have been and it, it becomes this really heartwarming journey of this guy connecting to this world and and it is it's so interesting because when he starts talking to these people you get the sense that they've been sitting around for 40 years for somebody to knock on their door and say hey weren't you a star in the 1950s and blah 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 and they're just willing to talk and not even necessarily waiting for somebody never expecting anybody you know, never, never expecting anybody them. yeah and, and, and here comes this weird guy who has a passion for it who and doesn't even like musicals. Who doesn't even like musicals. And when you actually see the quality of what they did, it, it, I mean, there are certain parts in here that are quietly shocking where they, I forget what the amount was, but they were comparing the budget of like one of these things to what was happening on Broadway. For the amount of money spent per show. Yeah, it was crazy. It, was, it overshadowed Broadway. It overshadowed Broadway. And, and you could see the level of quality in the writing. And what they did was they were hiring these Broadway guys who weren't making money on Broadway and bringing them over to industrial shows. Like guys, the guys who wrote Fiddler on the Roof and uh, Cabaret and, sh and so forth uh, would write musicals for these guys. And then you get actors who are trying to just make it. Absolutely. And, and doing this thing. And you, you also see a bit of the death of, like you follow, like th there's that, that swell of like these things are getting off the ground. Everybody's doing these industrial musicals. And then it kind of just falls off yep. at some point. And, and it's, and you've, and weirdly, I never thought I'd say I'd expect to say this because some of the people uh, comment and like their parents are like, oh, he just makes commercials. And they are kind of, but also at the same time, I felt bad for the loss yeah. of what is a commercial and meant for an industry audience only. But there, I did feel something for the loss of something so corporate. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because there, of the human element. Involved. Well, not only that, there was such a grandeur to it. I mean, there's a real grandeur and, and in some ways um, a real love letter to the arts. I mean, like when you look at some yes. of the sets that these guys were doing, it, I mean, it was – I mean, breathtaking. The dance like, numbers, geez. some of them. I mean, the video recordings, obviously, oh of what there are aren't great. I've seen them go to the Library of Congress and just searching oh, through man. footage after footage just to find one little There was a gem. scene in here we found out that one of the, the, the actors in it met her husband. Yep. 
Uh, and then we get the sense that he has now passed and gone on. But there's a meaning of her, you know, literally she found her life in these things. I, I just thought it was, it was such, there were certain, certain moments in this thing that are so touching uh, yeah. and nice turns. And they're not kind but, of cheap turns either. They're real turns of emotion. Like there's this one scene where he goes to meet a woman and she just brings her friend who was also in these things. Mm-hmm. And they have this wonderful combina- conversation in this lobby. Like, that, I love that moment. Or the moment he's sitting around with the guy around the- um, The piano. The piano. And, oh my God. And you meet, he meets that guy who, who's written songs he very much enjoys. He's just, you can just see in his face, it's like meeting one of his heroes. Exactly. You know, and then he gets to collaborate with him Ab- absolutely. on the song. Which and here's is- the thing. The ending of this thing, sorry to cut you off, Elder, but the ending of this thing is something that is built mm-hmm. for Oatman to hate it. Oh, really? Because okay. I don't like musicals particularly. Okay. Uh, but the ending of this thing is so... I like a good musical. It's so wonderful. I like a good one, too. And the ending of this... You can tell with so much care put into it and so much quality put into that dance number at the end that they do that. It break. feels like a celebration of everything, of the journey oh. they've gone on, and also kind of this this labor of love. It was wonderful. I mean, and the, the fact that you have these, I'm not going to guess, but I'm assuming 70-year-old people. Sure. And they're in the video and they're they're doing their thing at yeah. 70. I, mean, mm-hmm. I, just, I thought it was wonderful. And, uh, mixed in with other characters who are not performers oh, yeah, who, who that are, we've met throughout the yeah, documentary, oh. and he's and, and Steve, and it's almost kind of Muppet Show esque kind of quality to <laughs> yeah, it in a way. Right, it did. <laughs> but it was wonderful. I mean, I, it really, it, it I really was touched by it, and I you know I don't usually get touched by documentaries. The last third, especially even when we building even before the end, like the last yeah, third, yeah. really, I, I choked up. Yeah, several, I, I did and, several moments, and and it was funny because I went from liking this quirky little documentary oh, look at the, to to liking it because of the heart that was involved. It kind of almost tricked me in a way. Like yeah. once we got into it, like, no, this isn't just about documentaries. This is about connecting. This is about people. This is about an entire community and, and the people that populated it. It was wonderful. Yeah, and I was worried for a while that I was concerned that this wasn't going to add up to much. Like this would just be like, yeah. okay, that's an interesting thing. And, and it I, didn't I, add up to much. And it, in this world of short attention span, I'm like, I'd be worried there are people who just like tune out after yep. a half hour or so and not finish it. But I think if you stick with it, this movie is so well edited and crafted Absolutely. as a film that as you say, it, it does go beyond just a, an informative piece about this quirky thing in this guy we go on the same journey Steve Young does. Absolutely. Where he was just, this is an odd curiosity. Yep. And then it becomes something more even for him. And we go on that same journey with him. And I, I it was a really well done really bit well of filmmaking. Done. I like the little bits with his daughters and the fact that they never connect them. Like, essentially, we never really see him with his daughters. Yeah. They almost do them in off shots. And it almost in some way gives me a, a feeling of what those relationships are like. Clearly love there, but but a little bit of division. Like you get the yeah, sense they, that this is a man who lives in a world in which there are walls around him, so mm-hmm. to speak. And he sort of takes those all down to let the this community in. Really good stuff. Yeah, and it says something about parent and kid relationships as well, because that, that also, I think that's true for a lot of parent-child relationships. It's like, how much do you really know your parents? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, especially when you're young, we we tend to be more selfish when, <laughs> when we're young, a little more self-focused. Let me Absolutely. let me put it that way. And to look at your parent as a human being is is a journey we all go on. I'm now I'm getting a little bit too mushy on this, but 
yeah, there's a hint of that. That flavor is in here. I saw a well. documentary on here about this guy who was a fanatic for Price is Right. I've been thinking about watching that one. Uh, well, no good. It, it's good, but it's it's a great example of what I was, you. Were, I was cur- yeah, I was worried it was going to be what I was afraid this one would be. Exactly. Okay. And it well, I, I won't spoil it for you. In my opinion, it kind of is. It's fine, and it's interesting, but it doesn't really, and this is your saying, and I stole it from you, it takes you somewhere. You, you start here, but it actually leads to something. Uh, that one just kind of ends. There's, mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily transport you to something. It tells the story fairly it well. It ends with a, wasn't that weird? Yeah, it's, it's kind of yeah, like a guy can literally come on, wasn't that weird? Yeah. And, and that's the end of it. It's kind of like that. I thought this was going to be in that vein. Okay. But when it actually delivered so strongly towards that, like you said, that last third. And then it had already delivered, and then on, on top of delivering, it then taxed on that musical piece. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is one of the best documentaries I've probably seen in about 20 years because it's taking something that, that some documentarians might mistakenly view as silly. Yeah, They might think it's about people singing about bathtubs and plumbing fittings or, or whatever, but it's not. This could easily be a segment on, like, the local news. Exactly. Locals, yeah, exactly. Writer, Steve Young, you know, but collects as you, these weird as you records. Get, get deeper in, you realize that, no, it's using that lens to tell a human story about connection, about community, about a lot of things. And also kind of the history of, of art in this country. Absolutely, and how, how people survived. During some really lean times. Like you say, you got guys who are some of the most successful celebrated playwrights and composers of all time, and they needed this to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how a lot of those guys made it in the in-between times. You even get the guys like Martin Short in here talking about, oh, they're great gigs. Yeah. Love those gigs. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, they paid great. Pay was Absolutely. awesome. And because it's easy to look on doing that work as less than or yep. perhaps even shameful. And I can see that. Mentality. I'm. I'm sure I've had it, and uh, I probably will again. But when you separate, when when you realize how how much passion these people had for something, and trying to use that passion to create, even in that kind of an ecosystem, yeah, it's a lo- It's in a way, in a weird way, it's a lovely story. Yeah, and you know what? Good writers are good writers. I mean, when I was listening to the, some of those songs, I was like, "The My Bathroom song is good." Those are good songs. <laughs> like those are like when when the, when she's singing to herself in the mirror. Like yeah. you can it, you can see like that's inherently silly. Yeah, but the song works. Yeah, the quality is it's good. kind of a, it's a lovely little song. Absolutely, and absolutely. <laughs> it's a weird. It's a weird thing to be so glowing about uh, this kind of subject matter, but it, it goes to the quality, I think, of the documentary. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people can make a, a documentary about, you know, some injustice or some mm-hmm. huge historical event. Not to, to, to denigrate that, but this really takes some skill to really find that human story in that and pull that forward and kind of walk us into it nicely, which is what this thing does. Yeah, unless her hands, this could easily be just a mess of, uh, Absolutely. of narrative nonsense that doesn't go anywhere. Absolutely. Yeah, well done. So check out if we haven't spoiled it for you. And it's on already. Netflix. So if you it's got on a, the Netflix. If you got a Netflix account or access to one? Check it out. You Bath will not tubs. be disappointed. Bathtubs over Broadway. And with that, check us out on the iTunes, the Apple Stores, the Google Plays, the YouTubes, and the Spotify's. Give us a review and tell an enemy about the show, everybody. Please do. We'd like this thing to get bigger than it is, and more people need to know about bathtubs over Broadway. So with that. We'll talk at you next week, everybody. Bye. Peace and chicken.
this movie is so well edited and crafted Absolutely. as a film that as you uh, that as you say it could goes you wa- beyond. Could you watch that, please. Thank you. Yeah. We'll try. <laughs> yep. Now, yeah. All right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, that one's for you, Rez. Um, 